Greetings, dear ones. This is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com. I'm so delighted that you are joining me for this special episode of Chronic Wellness. I am thrilled to be here today with Lise Snyderman, the author of Lights in the Darkness. She is creator of the virtual summit, How to Thrive with Chronic Illness and limited energy. I, I hope that that has piqued your interest because isn't that all of us who are here in this audience? Uh, she is an artist. She is a fellow chronic illness survivor. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lise, for being here with me today. Welcome. Thank you. I have so much gratitude and appreciation and I'm honored to be here and I just uh, hope to share with our viewers and that they can really relate because you know so much of what we go through everybody else is going through that's the truth yeah well um let's begin by just telling us telling those who are watching and listening a little bit about yourself who are you and and what brings you uh to today yeah. <laughs> in a nutshell well as you noted uh i when i introduce myself i'm first and foremost, I look at myself as an artist, and I'm a playwright, I'm a filmmaker, I'm a singer-songwriter, and I'm also an author, but I also live with chronic illness, and so that's part of my story. So I think of myself as an artist who obsessively creates to heal, mm. and I have lived with my chronic illness. It's a rare progressive muscle weakness disease called dermatomyositis, and I've lived with that for 12 years, so that's really who I am and part of my story. And my story is persevering through this darkness of dermatomyositis through creativity, but it's also becoming a light in the darkness and being a muse and an inspiration and support to others. So in a nutshell, that's sort of who I am and how I represent myself. Yeah. And so um, tell us a little bit more that you and I share a form of illness and anybody who's been here on my channel knows that polymyositis is part of my illness constellation and so we are the rare of the rare and it's amazing that we have this bit of overlap but um tell me a bit about um how this came on was it sudden was it progressive what, tell us a bit more about dermatomyositis for you Right, so picture yourself, we're going back to 2008, and I, you're about to get married, you're about to go on tour to promote an album, and you have a full-time job, and you get a rash mysteriously, and you go to a dermatologist thinking he's going to give you some topical cream and you're going to go home, and instead he tells you you have a rare chronic illness that is unpronounceable, and he refers you to a rheumatologist. And, you know, for me, that was, I was 36, and it was one of those things where I looked at a rheumatologist as dealing with elder people and people with walkers and canes, and I really didn't know, you know, how to really uh, reconcile who I was with what that diagnosis was. But the positive at the time was that I got diagnosed fairly quickly because mm. dermatomyositis, as I said, is a progressive muscle disease, but it also different than polymyositis. It has a skin component. So the fact that I had a red, a red rash and my nail beds, you know, were extremely 
uh, tender and painful and it hurt to do things like wash dishes or pull things out of my backpack. So my first symptoms were actually skin and the muscle didn't even come on until later, probably six months or four to six months later. And at that point, honestly, I thought I was a little bit um, imagining, you know, I, I knew that people with DM can have muscle aches and such. And so when I was having problems getting up out of a chair or off the bathroom on the toilet or in the shower or brushing my hair, that I, you know, was imagining that this was happening. And then when I got a muscle biopsy and other kinds of treatments and tests to confirm, you know, it made more sense. So just to kind of uh, recap, a lot of people with DMPM, myositis in general, it takes a long time to get diagnosed. And I was really fortunate by some of those telltale signs that it happened quickly. Mm. And so there you were on the precipice of marriage and, and a tour for an album. How, how did it impact those things uh, to the extent that you're willing to talk about? Yeah, of course. So, uh, there were a lot of things at the time. There's a lot of denial. There was a lot of, I'm just going to go, 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 and to hell with my body. Uh, you know, my body be damned, so to speak, And at the time. But then there was also the reality, which was the treatments. Uh, things like immunosuppressive drugs were very hard on the body, and frequent infections were hard on the body. You know, so I needed to quit my day job that I was doing. Uh, I needed to basically stop my... 29 gigs that I had, you know, in a period of months or so. It was, there were so many things that I was taking on at once. And that was my whole entire life was, hey, I'll go from work to lapidary class to songwriting class to, you know, it's like, I just really didn't think to stop. And I really didn't understand that this pace or this lifestyle was, you know, going to impact in a very dramatic way. It's, so for me, that most dramatic way happened in 2010. And what happened is I was walking around the block. I woke up and I wasn't feeling right. I knew this. I was off. And I said, I'm going to go revive myself. I'll take a walk. And uh, I was walking and I came back and my mouth was very dry. And as I was going to, uh, to reach for some water, I realized that I just couldn't swallow. And then all of a sudden I started having clicking in my throat, like couldn't swallow. And then I went to speak and I had slurred speech. So I called my husband who was somewhere else at the time and he stayed on the phone until he was able to get home. And I completely lost all use of my muscles is, is what happened. So he took me to the hospital and I was there for about a month uh, in rehab style, right? So I was, I was unable to move. And they were trying to figure out what was happening, honestly. Was it a stroke? Was there things on top of dermatomyositis? Or could dermatomyositis explain all of my symptoms? And, it, it, you know, you're never going to get answers. But for the most part, that process of being in the hospital and of surrendering um, was very uh, transformative. When, when we think about the theme of our show today, talking about going from surviving to thriving, I think of this whole first chapter as survival. The mm -hmm. parts where my physical body had to, you know, put up with or, or deal with whatever, whatever was happening in a physical transformation. To me, that's survival, you know, and when you're in that mode, all you can really do is focus on 
your persevere. body. And <laughs> persevere. And what is it, you know, right? You've been there, right? What are all the things that you can do? You're not yet at the, oh, okay, I'm, you know, ready to move on. It's almost like the difference between acute and, uh, you know, something that's long-term. Mm-hmm. Because when it's acute stage, just like our loss and our grief from pandemics and strife, all of this, it's very hard to me to create necessarily. Some, you know, I know that some people can create from chaos, and I get that. Um, but sometimes you just have to pay attention to like, hey, am I able to, you know, move? Like my rehab was relearning how to stand, how to sit, how to walk you know, and eventually had to play and sing again. So for me, that was like, all of that was first. And that's where my energy, the only energy I had, had to go. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you, Lise, for joining me. It's been a wonderful opportunity to chat with you. And uh, for you all listening, I'm grateful you're here. If you are tuning in on audio podcast, I would really appreciate your subscription and your ratings on iTunes. I uh, could really use that. And as ever, I would be grateful for your comments and questions. And until we're together again, be well.